Hello, this is Origin Gate, and this is Wisdom's Echo, Lindy Masters, speaking to you from sunny South Africa. Today I'm going to talk about what is going on in the world, what we're experiencing at the moment, and honestly, the things that I really want to share about not being fearful. I find so many people get so unbelievably fearful, and I really want to encourage us to turn our attention into Yahweh. I get people sending me clips and YouTube clips and all types of things from all over the world all the time. Um, and it's always about fear. It's always about if we don't do this, this is going to happen. This is what's being planned. This is what's being plotted. Be careful. This is what the government's doing. This is what the Antichrist is doing. This is what the 666 is about to do. The chip, the mark of the beast, all the crazy stuff, the world's going to end. Please, God, send the rapture. And I'm sure you've all seen those online. Um, and, you know, we've got all the theories about who should win elections, who should lose elections, who's out to get us, who's not out to get us, who has clandestine different things they're trying to do to chip us, inject us, inoculate us, et cetera, et cetera. But honestly, one of the things that we always speak about and something that I teach our folk all the time, the family, you know, is the thing that your eye hooks into multiplies and becomes your source of supply. And so when you turn your attention into something, it begins to manifest, it begins to come towards you, and it begins to, to manifest around you. It's, it's a sowing and reaping principle. When we're negative, we attract negativity. When we're positive, we attract positivity. I often say to people, you know, we, I grew up with a, a sort of a mindset of, you know, we need to have a fund, which we call that fund that is saving for a rainy day. So inevitably, somewhere along the line, a rainy day puts it up. Now, I live in England. I don't need any more rainy days. We have enough. Um, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Who needs another rainy day? Who needs to save for something bad that's going to happen? You might be listening to this and going, yeah, but something bad always happens. Well, maybe to you, but when it happens to me, I'm generally unbelievably surprised because I don't expect bad things to happen to me to happen to me. I expect the goodness of God to follow me all the days of my life. And so I really encourage people not to turn their attention to it. Now, you know, with algorithms on the internet, if you Google cat food, dog blankets, whatever it is, you'll just find a flurry on all your devices, a flurry of adverts for the very thing that you typed in. You can even talk about it and Google will hear it or Siri will hear it. Boom, it's all over all of your devices. You think, oh, they're listening to me. And here's the thing. It's the same if, if the world does that type of thing. It's the same in the spirit realm. The minute I turn my attention into things that are negative, negative things filter their way through to me. And I remember a lady saying to me, I don't look for the stuff. It just comes up on my feed all the time. I don't look for all these rabbit holes and then it all comes up and it's everything's a conspiracy. I don't look for it. I think God makes me get it. And I'm trying to explain to her, no, it's because you keep looking at it. You keep clicking on these things that they send you more and more and more. And then you begin to go down a rabbit hole. You know what rabbit holes do to us? especially humans, we're not supposed to be in a rabbit hole. They're little small and they're going to funny places. We're not supposed to be going down rabbit holes. We're supposed to be looking into the things of Yahweh because rabbit holes have got all types of creepy, crawly things down there and we don't need them. We need to turn our attention into the goodness of God. 
And when we do, the things of the goodness of God follow us. Now, I did deliverance ministry for 30 years. To be honest, my personality loves a good fight. And so I was happy to do deliverance. I was happy to take on every demon known to man. And I saw them vomit, levitate, spit balls and squall. I saw them change shape and, and change color. I saw them change voices. I saw the lot. And honestly, I saw them go invisible. I saw them manifest. I saw them floating. And it was amazing. I loved it because of the power that we had in the name of Yeshua, the power we had to, to cast them out. And we came out. No, I said, come out. No, it was amazing. I loved it. But you know, there was a day because all my life I've seen into that realm. I've seen the demonic. I've seen the demons. I've seen the prince warring, uh, the, the demonic prince warring angels of different areas. And I just, I got to a place where I thought, you know what, this is quite boring because there's nothing new under the sun. It's the same old, same old. Their tactics are the same. They do the same stuff. There's nothing new. And I began to say, you know, Linda, you really had to change your focus. Uh, I had to work so hard at looking into the angelic realm because the demonic realm was so huge. It was like a curtain in front of my face. And so I began to say, Father, forgive me for always looking in that realm. This was something that was opened up into my life when I was a little girl um, through family stuff. And I've dealt into that now and I ask you to forgive me. And then I turned my face with intentionality into the realms of the kingdom. Now, I know my warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. But I also know that Yeshua on the cross went and defeated the foe. He defeated the enemy and he took the keys of death and of hell and he gave us the victory. Now, we do have times where we have to deal into demonic stuff. But the, the greatest news I have for you today is that we can do it because we use um, all the tools that Yahweh has given to us, which includes the angelic warring angels to work on our behalf now i love the the story of, of daniel fasting while michael and the prince of persia fought for 21 days and and what i found in in the charismatic movement is that we make michael and the archangel fast while we do the warring we love to do the warring and honestly we need to back off and we need to begin to rest find rest and peace in who we are and what we do in the realms of the kingdom. And I think we've had a mindset in the church and in the ecclesia of warfare, fighting, it's going to be hard, hang in there, we'll get to the end, it's going to be difficult. And then we wonder why all the young people, you know, the 13 to 19-year-olds are not flocking into our meetings because they're finding so much more fun everywhere else because we just like hang on with the, with you know, hang on to the end, grip it with your teeth and don't let go, it's going to be difficult. And they're going, nah, I'll just go to the club. And we've got to really start looking into a victorious, joyful gospel, a victorious, joyful Jesus, that he did the job so that we could live victoriously. You know, if I have a demon, I had a demon run into my room a couple of years ago because I haven't seen into that realm now for so long. It's amazing. And I had this demon run into my room like on all fours and I was so shocked. And I looked at it and I ran up to it and I gave it a, a football kick out of my room and it went flying out the room and I thought, how odd? And then just really carried on with my day. Some dear Christian person came to me and said, well, why did it come into your room? What did you do? What did you do wrong? Did you do something to allow it in there? You know, did you open a door? Did you open a gap? And I went, say what? I don't even think like that anymore. And I looked at this dear person and I said, you know why it was in my room? It got the wrong address. 
It wasn't supposed to be in my room. It was supposed to be somewhere else. And it just happened to come through mine by accident. And I dealt with it. And boom, it was gone because I don't bother with that nonsense. I just looked at it and I said, I've had things come and appear and talk to me. And I'm going, excuse me, are you talking to me? Do you know who I am? Big on, you know, I'm from England. Off with your head. And they disappear immediately. Now, I know you might think that this is like frivolous, but honestly, 30 years of ministry into the, demon- into the demonic realm and then this, this is easier. So Yahweh is busy trying to encourage us to turn our attention into the positive and the good, those things. It says they think on these things which are good and which are, you know, beautiful, those things that, that um, of good report. We know that scripture. We need to look into the goodness of God and turn our attention away from these things that bring us into a place of fear because Yahweh is wanting to set us free from this place of fear. He's wanting to set us free from these things that hold us captive. And he really doesn't want us to be held captive all the time. And this has really got to do with the DNA issue. And, you know, there are scary things out there. There are terrible things that are going on. And I want to tell you a story, you know, about a group of people that were being used to really in slavery. And, you know, we have modern day slavery and things going on today, but almost like in slavery. And it was awful. They were in slavery and had been for generations. And, you know, they, they suddenly saw someone come and bring their deliverance. And what happened was this suddenly a plague came. Now we've got a plague at the moment that we're all navigating through and a plague arrived, uh, but not just one, but 10 of them. And every time they went back to where they lived, almost like a reservation uh, where they stayed, um, they would look over at the at the other place where, where their captives were, their captors, and, and they would see that it was terrible, 10 plagues, it was awful, things were going down, there were frogs, there were locusts, there were boils, the cattle were dying, everything was dying, it was terrible, to the point where eventually the oldest would die of every family, and yet where they lived, absolutely tra-la-la, amazing. And we know that I'm speaking about the Jewish people when they were in captivity in uh, in Egypt. And here's the thing. We need to really be turning our attention into the land of Goshen, just like they were living in the land of Goshen, living in the land of of full supply, living in the land of plenty, living in the land of where Yahweh has so much for us. He wants to bless us. He wants to, to prosper us. He knows the plans and the purposes he has for us, plans to prosper us, plans to make it awesome for us. Yes, I do have that type of attitude. I do believe that Yahweh wants to do good. And, you know, honestly, when something bad happens, I go, hmm, all right, how can I make this good? How can I work this out to a place of being good and not bad? How can I ride the pain of this? How can I use the maybe terror or the, the fright and use it for the glory of God and not for evil? How can I speak life out of it and use it and it's been amazing because once you do that, less and less bad things happen because the enemy doesn't want you to have too much ammunition to use to make you amazing. He wants to stop that. So I just said, you want to bring that on? Well, I'm going to turn this around for good. And I begin to press into the goodness of God. And so I'm going to turn my attention into be careful. This is what's coming. They're going to kill us. They're going to get us in our beds. You know, in South Africa, um, 20 or oh, nearly 25 years ago, we had an election and there was a prophet, bless him, who came and prophesied and said, stay in your houses for three days, stock up with food and water because blood will run 
in the streets and you must be safe. And so we went into the shop and people were hoarding. It wasn't toilet paper those days. It was things like food, canned food, all types of processed food, stuff that would last. And they were just sweeping them off the shelves into their trolleys and into their, their baskets to go to the checkout. And I remember looking at my husband going, are we going to do this? And he went, nah, I don't think so. I don't think this is a thing. And so all of us in the ministry together at the time said, we're not going to do anything. If we need to share food, we will. But we don't believe this to be true because we have legislated in the realms of the kingdom. We believe that this is going to be a peaceful election. But the prophet came and said it was going to be a disaster. So, of course, everybody listened to this word and went nuts. Anyway, the day came. And it was probably the most peaceful election in the entire world ever. Nothing went wrong. No one was hurt. No one was shot. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was peaceful to the point where the media of the world all packed up and left on that day in disgust because there was nothing to report on because it was all amazing. You know what the media likes to do? They only want to have the disasters and then pick up on the disasters and make them more disastrous than they are. I saw someone recently, you know, speaking about Victoria Falls being um, drying up because of global warming. And this person was born in that area. They knew they were lying because if they had just panned to the right, they would have seen how magnificent the falls were. Um, But they were lying because they love sensationalism. And whenever it's the dry season, every year there's a dry season, it's dry in that particular area. The rest of it's running like crazy. And so we, we, and then we suck it up and and it it caused great damage to the economy of that country because people started canceling holidays, stopped going there. And then of course, lockdown came and then it was devastating for the community. Let's be careful what we feed into. It can be so devastating to those that are around us. If we have fear, fear will eat up your peace and will attract fearful things to it. I want to encourage you today to make a decision. Make a decision. What am I thinking? Why am I thinking this? And how am I going to change the way I think? And sometimes it's like taking your head out of the cesspool and putting it into the clouds and saying, Father, I breathe in the realms of heaven. I breathe in the breath of God and I turn my attention into the goodness of God. And when negativity comes, I refuse to look at it. I say, no, no, I'm not looking at it. I know I'm not stupid. I know these things are going on, but I choose to take it to the courtrooms of heaven to deal into it, to do legislate. And then I walk away and I allow the father, the angelic hosts and all of the things that are in place to deal into the negativity. Negativity can make you ill. Negativity can make you destitute. It can impoverish you. And I really want to encourage you today to turn your eyes to Jesus. There's a song that says, look full in his wonderful face and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Thank you so much for listening.